Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, here we go. Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides for Sunday, January 15th. The losing streak is now at seven for the Flyers. They have lost seven straight games, 0-5-2 over that span. They have the 10-game winless streak, a seven-game point streak, now a seven-game winless streak once again. It's uh, frustrating to say the least. Flyers grabbed a third-period lead, couldn't hold on to it, not even for a minute. And they go down against the New York Rangers, who grabbed two points and moved back into the top spot in the Metropolitan Division of the Eastern Conference. Now, in the pregame show that we did on the radio and stream, Brian Smith and I, I brought up a bunch of numbers. Now, this is before the game. And I wanted to present these numbers as I was trying to make the case for urgency in the start of the game. We know that the beginning of a hockey game is very important. The team that grabs momentum right away sort of grabs a grip on the hockey game. And we know that scoring the first goal, we moved over these numbers last week, I think it was, here on Flyers Daily, that the team that scores first in hockey wins 67% of the games. The team that goes up 2 nothing wins 85% of the games. So in this game, I wanted to present these numbers, and I'll give them to you now. When scoring the first goal, the Flyers are 11-2-5 on the season. When the opposition has scored the first goal going into that Ranger game, the Flyers were 2-14-2. Conversely, the New York Rangers, when scoring first, have a record of 15-1-2 heading into last night's game. And when the opposition scores first, they have a record of 9-9-2. So as I looked at those numbers, it was even more pronounced that the start of this hockey game was paramount that the team had to get off to a good start. And the team that got off to a good start was very likely going to win this game. If the Rangers got off to a good start and got the first goal, they were pretty much a lock to win it. If the Flyers got a good start and got the first goal, they were pretty close to a lock to win it. Now, nothing's a lock in sports. But with that said, the Flyers didn't get off to a good start. They didn't get their first shot on goal until just before the 11-minute mark of the first period. Mike Yo said his team, and we're going to hear from him in just a couple of minutes, almost as if they were nervous. Now, what are they nervous about? These guys, Most of these guys have played a ton of NHL games. Some close to 1,000, like Claude Giroux and Keith Yandel. Some north of 400 to 800 NHL games. They're not nervous about playing the game. I think what Mike Yo was alluding to was that his team was nervous to make a mistake. And you cannot play sports at a professional level and have that on your mind. It's too restricting of play. If you're worried something bad is going to happen, something bad will happen. It's almost a self-fulfilling prophecy. And the Flyers don't get off to a good start. They go on the PK. And Mika Zibanejad absolutely wires a perfect shot past Carter Hart just five minutes and 54 seconds into the game. Rangers, one nothing lead. Now, eventually the Flyers get their first shot on goal before the 11-minute mark, and they start to tilt the ice a little bit. And they get a goal at 11.45 of the first period when Oscar Lindblom crashes the net, and the Flyers tie the game at one. They get out of the first period with the game tied at one. And actually, oddly enough, in the first period, they had more expected goals than the New York Rangers, even though they got outshot. And they also had a slight edge in the possession numbers. I think it was 48% to 52% for the Flyers. But again, it's the point in the game where they didn't have possession when the New York Rangers struck and struck first. 
And by getting that first goal, they control the game. Now you may say, well, wait a minute. They go into the third period tied at one after a scoreless second. And 10 minutes and 11 seconds into the third period, Cam York gets his first NHL goal. And the Flyers grab a 2-1 lead. So doesn't that just mitigate the, the team that scores first element? Well, maybe to some extent it does. But it doesn't in the sense that, again, the start got you chasing the game. Because the Rangers, with the start that they had, comparatively speaking to the start that the Flyers had, grabbed the first goal of the game. Sometimes we watch the beginning of a game or portions of a game and we say, oh, the team's not trying, they're not giving effort, why aren't they ready to play? Now there is two professional teams out there trying to do the same thing. And a team that's in the position that the Flyers are in right now, riding going into the game, a six-game losing streak, and one that's lacking confidence, that's where the nerves come in. And that's what Mike Yo brought up. And that is very detrimental to a hockey team. Now, how do you get rid of the nerves? You can tell, well, we've been here. We've played this sport our entire life. Let's just go out there and play hockey. You can say that, but it's not that simple. The way to get rid of the nerves is through repetition of success and not repeating the same mistake. And I suppose that's easier said than done, but the Flyers, right now, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy to be losing these games because when they don't score first, they pretty much lose every one of them with the exception of two this season. Rangers are a good hockey team. Flyers had portions of the game where they were really good and they controlled play. But the first 10 minutes, they can't be controlled in their play. They're not dictating the terms on the ice. The Rangers dictated the terms on the ice in that first 10 minutes. And the Flyers are not in any kind of position right now to have that be a recipe for success. Now, I want to play Mike Yo, And you may say, why are you playing Mike Yo? Why do you play him so often? I find Mike Yo refreshing. I think Mike Yo is in a position as the interim head coach when he took over for Elaine Vigneault where he can't worry about anybody's feelings long-term, how I handle a player this year because that may affect him next year, any of that stuff. Mike Yo is calling it how he sees it. And the reason why I play Mike Yo is because of his honesty. His assessments aren't coach speak and there to just deflect from the players or take it on himself. He's giving you honest assessments of play and periods in the game. And I think that's valuable. Because Mike Yo is no fool. As the interim coach, he knows my best route for success is honesty, not coach speak. And if I do that and I have success, then maybe I got a chance of removing this interim tag and being the next head coach of the Philadelphia Flyers. If I don't, I don't have to worry about anybody's feelings because I'm not going to be here. I won't be named the next head coach of the Philadelphia Flyers. So I find his honesty very refreshing. And here's what he had to say about the game after, with the media. Yeah, Mike, um, just wanted to ask you about the, the start of this game. Obviously, you guys ultimately come back, take the lead. But those first 10 minutes, you know, without a shot on goal, I guess, what was the, the cause of that in your mind? Yeah, I think, well, first of all, we had we had some shots uh, that we missed the net on. We had some opportunities to shoot that we didn't uh, take advantage of. Um, you know, I think that... Uh, um, for the most part, we looked like a team that was a little bit nervous. Um, you know, I, I think that we had the right mindset first shift. We come out and then we kind of make a mistake. And uh, next, you know, it's coming back at us and we get, we're on our heels a little bit. Um, but then uh, I think that once we started to find, uh, you know, the, the, uh, 
sort of the mindset of, of getting in on the attack, playing in the offensive zone. It really only took one or two of those shifts to start to generate some momentum for us. And then we started to go. Yeah. And then I guess I'll just, I'll flip it to, you know, the final 10 minutes, obviously you guys get that goal and then you can't build on it. You immediately give up another one and then the game kind of spirals from there. Yeah. Well, I mean, we score that goal and then we, we come down and we have a, a you know, a great, great chance and great opportunity. Uh, you know, and I think obviously, uh, you know, we know that we need a win and you start playing to, you know, to think about only the win, whether it's the first 10 minutes, um, you know, you start thinking about only that result. And quite often you, you know, you forget about that one little thing that you have to do right at that moment. So um, that's where it's not easy. It's, it's very challenging when you're dealing with the sort of the stress and the emotion of, of going through a losing streak like this, you have to make sure you continue to stay focused on the process and play all the way through. Uh, there is a lot of good things in the hockey game, but obviously, uh, you know, you know, at critical moments, we make that one little play or don't make that or don't do that one little thing that uh, that gives you up the opportunity to close out the hockey game. So um, got to keep working on that. Hi, Mike. Um, what did you think of Cam York's play tonight and uh, how good was it to see him get his first NHL goal? Yeah, very, very happy for him. I thought he played another real strong game. You know, he, uh, he continues to impress. These are some good teams he's playing against and, uh, and some real tough matchups. So, um, you know, you look at what he's doing defensively and uh, how he's starting to find a little bit of confidence in the offensive part of his game as well. That's obviously a real good bonus for us. Just wondering, how do you think you guys defended tonight? Uh, does the final 10 minutes after a period maybe taint kind of what you guys did? Yeah, I think it does. Um, you know what? I think that uh, there were some opportunities that we gave them. Again, we're, we're trying to cut back on that. You know, the idea, the idea that everybody wants to help the team and it's not always about the things that you do. It's, it's also about the things that you don't do. And, uh, and so I thought that there was a better purpose and mindset in that tonight. And I thought that a lot of those defensive, uh, you know, things that we were trying to uh, be stronger and led to a lot of our offense for us, whether it's having a tight gap, creating a turnover for our first goal, um, you know, or just some of the forecheck pressure that we had in the offensive zone, the way we reloaded, the, the way that that was able to generate some offense for us. But, uh, you know, I, I, again, it's uh, it's real difficult when you're sitting here in a losing streak like this and, and you've got an opportunity to win. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's it's obviously an, an emotional loss, uh, but I think that what we have to make sure we do as coaches is is take uh, the lessons that we have from this game and point uh, to the players, and and then we just have to be you know real strong through this. It's it's very challenging, uh, but the only way to get out of it is to play a sixty minute real strong hockey game, and uh, and obviously we've got a big test coming up here, home and home against the Islanders, uh, a real good hockey team, a desperate hockey team. Um, but we should be excited about that challenge. And uh, and obviously, we're looking to get out of what we're in right now. Yeah, Mike, uh, what did you see on the game-winning goal late in the game? And did you see what happened to Carter when he lost his stick? Yeah, well, I, I mean, I haven't gone back and re saw the replay, but I think that, I think that maybe we knocked it out of him, uh, out of his hand. So I, I'm not 100% sure. I didn't go back in and, and watch that yet. Uh, but I just thought that we could have been a little bit stronger, uh, to be honest with you. Again, to me, it goes a little bit towards... Uh, what we were saying about, you know, we have to be able to play with confidence and that's with the puck, but that's also without the puck and uh, in defensive situations, uh, you have to know that when you're the pressure guy, you can pressure hard. Um, you know, when you're doing your particular job, you should have confidence that you can do that and trust that everybody else is going to do there. So I just thought we looked a little bit, uh, um, let's just say I, I didn't think we looked strong enough in that, uh, in that particular shift. 
um, you know, whether that was nerves or whatever the case was. Um, and uh, I thought for the most part during this game, we were in those situations, but at that moment we weren't. Flyers head coach Mike Yo addressing the media after the loss 3-2 to the New York Rangers at Wells Fargo Center. Flyers grabbed that lead midway through the third period, gave up a goal just 47 seconds later, gave up a goal just 37 seconds later. Rangers got it tied when Philip Cheadle scored, and then eventually Chris Kreider tips in an Adam Fox shot from the point. You heard Mike Yo there reference Carter Hart losing his stick. And Carter addressed it in his media availability after the game as well and talked about how he had his stick knocked out of his hands. Uh, Claude Giroux was cutting through the crease to try and cover a New York Ranger player. He bumped into the stick of Carter Hart, came out of his hands, play stayed in the zone. Adam Fox, full marks, realizing Hart didn't have his stick, got the puck to the net, and boom, it ends up in behind him. And wouldn't you know it, where the puck went was right between the arm and the body of the arm that holds the goaltender's stick. Now, you may look at that and go, well, why does the stick even matter? It's an arm save or a body save there, a chest, whatever. Well, the stick throws off, without a stick for a goalie, it throws off their balance so much. And where their comfort level is with their arms, their chest, being over the puck, all of those things. And Carter mentioned it, that that puck sneaks in through what is termed in in goalie parlance as the seven hole through the blocker arm and the body. Now, Carter is so diligent about his craft. I'll just tell you this story. In Carter's rookie year, he was using a 26-inch paddle, which is from the heel of the stick to the top of the paddle where he grabs it as a goaltender. And then it thins out, obviously, into the the shaft of the stick. In year two, he went to a 25-and-a-half-inch paddle. Now, us regular people, we can't get 25 and a half. That's pro stock. They make them 24, 25, 26, 27, depending on your height, what you prefer, how you set up, how low you get your hands, all those things. He found that at the NHL level, he couldn't seal that seven hole between his blocker arm, stick hand, and his body as well because the paddle was a little higher and it had his arm a little further away from his body. So he cut that paddle down a half an inch to get his arms more locked into his body so pucks would not squeeze through that spot. And when he lost his stick, it opened up that spot, and wouldn't you know it, that's where the goal goes in. Let's hear from Carter Hart and a guy who got his first NHL goal last night. That would be Cam York. Here they are addressing the media. Hey, Cam, what did you see on what ended up being your first goal, and uh, how good did it feel to finally uh, get the score one there? Yeah, I mean, it felt really good um, just to get that out of the way, for sure. Um, I mean, I, I don't know how it started, but just I think the puck just kind of bounced off the wall there, and I knew that guys were going to be going to the net, and I just wanted to uh, to get a shot down there. And, um, you know, whether there's a rebound or not, you know, um, we, we had bodies down there. So I um, just wanted to get on that, get it on that, and um, luckily for me, it went in. Yeah, this is for Carter. Um, Carter, we just spoke with Mike Yo particularly about the uh, kind of the slow start you guys had to this one. Um, he noted that he thought that you know, maybe you guys seemed a little nervous, a little tentative to start the game. Is that kind of what you saw back there as well? Um, I mean, yeah, kind of a slow start for us. Um, but then we kind of got our feet going there towards the end of the first period and towards the end of the second period. And then we came out and had a had a good third period and, and just some tough breaks. Yeah, I guess this is for Cam. Um, Cam, what's, what would you say your comfort level is, you know, right now? Obviously, you've now been in the NHL for, for a couple of weeks. You get your first goal. How comfortable do you do you feel right now? 
I, mean, I, I feel good. I feel like I'm I'm doing the right things. So I just try and come come to work every single day, and um, the guys around me have been great, and you know, making me feel comfortable out there. So, um, you know, I'm just playing my game. That's that's what I do, and um, you know, like I said, it's the guys have been great to me on and off the ice, and I think that helps uh, with me on the ice. Carter, I was just wondering, how do you feel that um, your team? How well do you feel your team took care of the puck tonight? Yeah, I mean, uh, puck management was um, a lot better towards the end of the first period and um, end of the second. And then I thought third period, we were a lot better with um, getting dumps in hard and getting to pucks and winning races and uh, better decisions for sure. Yes, for Carter. Carter, uh, Mike Yo just said he thought uh, the game-winning goal, he thought one of your teammates bumped into you and you lost your stick. Can you uh, explain what happened in that sequence? Yeah, I mean, stick gets bumped out of my hands. Um, guy shoots the puck, tips it under that arm. So it's definitely tough to um, try and reestablish that seal. So it's just tough break. Um, I mean, we, we came out hard in the third period and just didn't get rewarded at the end. Uh, hey, this question is for uh, Cam. Obviously, your goal um, in the third period there, a pretty big moment. But, you know, 37 seconds later, the Rangers take the lead. Or the Rangers top, um Rangers get a goal again, and then another one a couple minutes later. Just how, you know, obviously it's been a reoccurring theme um, throughout the season is, you know, you guys get that goal and then kind of give it up a little bit later. You know, how frustrating is that um, for you guys, and how do you kind of maybe stop that from happening? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely frustrating. You know, no one wants that to happen. It's not like we're going out there and, you know, predicting that. It's just, you know, we got to play a full 60-minute game, and, um you know, this is a good league. There's good players. And if you take a shift off, you know, they're good enough to put it in the back of the net. So I think for us, we just got to, you know, every, every guy's got to give it 100% every shift. And, um, you know, it's got to be like that for 60 minutes. Carter Hart and Cam York addressing the media after the game. Frustration certainly has set in for this group right now. And they'll get back at it coming up on Monday and Tuesday, both against the New York Islanders. New York State of Mind continues. Thanks for listening to this episode of Flyers Daily. We'll bring you another brand new one coming up on Monday. Have a great Sunday, everybody, and we'll talk to you on tomorrow's Flyers Daily.